opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. Today I'm going to read a little longer portion of Scripture than normal, and frankly I make no apology for that. In fact, I think we need to give more attention personally and devotionally and even publicly to just the reading of Scripture. There's power in reading the Word, no greater words than God's Word. And uh, frankly, when you read longer portions of Scripture, you get kind of the bird's eye view. You see connections, uh, repeated emphases. Today, I'm going to read several verses, but I'm really going to bring you back to two phrases that are repeated throughout. So pay close attention as I read from Genesis chapter 1. We'll begin in verse number 6 and read down to verse number 25. Uh, These verses cover uh, the second, third, fourth, and fifth days of the creation week. Uh, We believe in in literal 24-hour days, a literal creation week. We've looked already at the first day, so let's pick up with the second today. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 6, And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas, and God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so, and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good and the evening and the morning were the third day. May I pause just for a moment and point out a couple of things just by way of observation. Uh, The first is that our God is a God of perfect order. Remember, God does all things decently and in order. Well, here's the perfect revelation of that from the very beginning. Look at the progressive nature of his creative work. Uh, He could have spoken it all, of course, into existence in one instant of time, but instead uh, he prepares what is needed first and then what follows after so that every day needed what God provided on the previous day. Oh, there's a beautiful application of our life in that because there are seasons of life, there are days uh, that build on days, Sometimes you can't see at the beginning what all God is doing, but just know this, God is a God of perfect order, and his timing is always right. The Bible says in verse 14, And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night, I love this. He made the stars also. Think about that. Stand in your yard and look up on a clear night and look at all the stars and constellations burning in the heavens, and we marvel in amazement. All of that summarized with this little expression, he made the stars also. What a mighty God we serve. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, 
and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. May I just give you a personal thing that I've been meditating on the last few days? It is this. When we get to the animals, God is not going to name all of the animals. God is going to give Adam that responsibility because it connected to his domain, the area over which he was to to labor and to rule. But did you ever notice that it was God who named the, the great lights. So uh, the greater light, the lesser light, the sun, the moon. The Bible says that he calls all the stars by their names. Uh, this is beautiful, isn't it? Because we are bound to earth, but our God rules in the heavens. And so he names those great lights and what are known as lesser lights, which are still great to us, uh, because he is in charge of all of that. This is just another revelation of the splendor of our God. Verse 20 says, And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And we'll pause here. We're actually in the middle of the sixth day because God makes the animals. He'll come back and make man and woman. We'll come back to that in a future study. But notice, please, that everything is made after its own kind. You know, we're living in a world of such chaos and confusion right now. People don't know if they're male, if they're female. Uh, They don't know what they are. But I want to tell you, everything reproduces after its own kind. Everything has the seed of life in itself and can only reproduce after its kind because that's the way the creator made it to be. So, so many truths in these opening verses. This is not information. This is revelation. But here are the two phrases I bring to your attention today because they're a great revelation to us of who our God is, not just what he did, but who he is. It's the phrase, first of all, it was so, And secondly, the phrase, it was good. Did you notice the repetition of it? In verse number 7, it was so. In verse number 10, uh, excuse me, verse number 9, it was so. Uh, Verse number 10, it was good. Uh, Verse number 11, it was so. Verse number 12, it was good. Uh, Verse number 15, it was so. Verse number 18, it was good. Uh, Verse number 21, it was good. Verse number 24, it was so. Verse number 25, it was good. What is the takeaway from these two repeated phrases the Holy Spirit gives to us describing God's creative work? Well, in their order, first of all, it was so reveals the power of our God. Because basically what that little phrase articulates is that whatever God said, it was so. Whatever God intended, it was so. Whatever God wanted, it was so. God said it, God spoke it. And at that moment, it was so. This is the power of our great God. This is the power of the word of God. Friend, would you let the word of God speak to you today? Would you let God's word work deeply in you? When it does, it has power. 
Uh, it will make you into what you ought to be. It will make so in your life what you could never create through your own effort and energy. And then the second question, the second phrase rather, it was good. What does that reveal? That reveals the wisdom of our God. It's one thing to say he has all power, but notice the cupping together of his power and his wisdom because what he did was not only done, but what he did was done perfectly. It was good. In fact, we'll come to this phrase shortly. It was very good. And I'll remind you that everything God does is good. Every evil in this world can be traced back upstream to the fall of man, to sin entering the mainstream of humanity. But every good and perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of lights in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Friend, my God is powerful and my God is good. Would you take these two phrases and just meditate on them today? Pray them back to God, think on them yourself, and share them with others. They reveal to us our great God. It was so, and it was good. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.